Brad, hello. Hi. I have noticed recently at coffee shops and certain bakeries, it's happening more and more, but I'm always too nervous to really say anything or be funny, uh, but I wanna use this opportunity to do that. Love it. Have you noticed, sometimes instead of asking, you know, after you order, instead of saying like, and now what's your name? Uh, what name can I put down for the order? They will say, and this happens pretty commonly, what's a good name to call out? What's a name I can yell when your order's done? And I always want to like take advantage of that somehow. Uh, a good name. Reagan? Ray Gandhi? Yeah, yeah right, I could right, yell right. out Gandhi. Uh, That's a good name. Yeah. Mama T or Mother Teresa? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can yell out Mother Teresa. Uh, Bono. Ooh, Bono's good. You know, Shelf Silverstein really affected my life as a child, you know, reading those books. The Giving Tree. So you can just yell at Silverstein. Yeah, if that helps you, that would be, yeah, my name. That's a good name to call Bono. out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one for Karma Macchiato for Bono. <laughs> I got my Macchiato Bono right here waiting for you. Uh-oh, uh ooh, I, ooh, I think this tight beat means that it's going down With some random thoughts and white meat too Midwest best friends eating fast food on repeat So come along, let's have some fun and go ahead Get on your feet, cause it's the Ghost, Ghost Runners, Runners Podcast, Podcast. Ghost Runners Podcast Every Monday morning Welcome back, everyone, to the Ghost Riders Podcast. This is episode 43. Yeah, baby. Does that number have any significance to you? No. It was the Nickelodeon channel on my set of TVs okay. when I grew up. Really? That's really the only thing that comes to mind. It's a prime number. Is it? Seems like it should be. That's fun that you know that off the top of your... You're right. I think it is, but I would have never thought that so quickly. If it's an odd number, you're you know, yeah. way more likely oh, anyway. Yeah. Especially a three. Yeah. There, this is fire already, baby. This is a good topic. <laughs> you know what? Gonna double down on it. Okay. Do you know how to tell if things are like divisible by three? Uh, like no. Add, add the like add integers. Together. Yeah, yeah. And then if so that's four and three. Yeah, seven's not divisible by three. Therefore, so, yeah. it doesn't work. Can't go with three into it. Okay, so ninety-three is divisible by three because twenty-one. Oh, sure, thirty-one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Uh, do you have? Can, you, can we just go on a quick segment of other math tricks that you have? This is the most mathematical podcast in Kansas. Because you do have lots of them. Yeah. Seriously, you do. Like the uh, fractions, the decimals or whatever. <laughs> Isn't there something with that? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff with I know that. you memorized them, but... Uh, knowing your nines is super easy. Four divided by nine, that's 0. 0.4444. Four, four, four. Okay. Six divided by nine is... Point six, 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 six. Yes, that one's oh, very okay. easy. Okay. Did I talk about it on the podcast when I was excited to tell my math teacher what I discovered in the shower? I can't remember who I've said that to uh, you before. Told, no, you said something about your teacher calling you Jake Break one time. Oh, okay. I was probably too embarrassed to, but now you're giving me a platform to talk about my weird math things. <laughs> Just one like day, the Carl Macchiato. Yeah, probably in the shower when I had my shower crayons, I discovered, I was like, oh, you know, so like, yeah, certain fractions are really easy to memorize. Like the nines are mm -hmm. like... Uh, Eights are like very simple and very like mathematical in the way they're like distanced apart from each other. But the 11s, tricky. Oh, not anymore. Let's say three divided by 11. What is that? No one knows. Here's the trick. You take that number, uh, the three times it by nine, you get 27. Right. That is the repeating decimal for three divided by 11. So it's 0.27, 27, 27, 27, 27. Every time. Yes. Yeah, so I Six just over 11 is 0.56? No. Or, Huh? Six times nine? Yeah. Five, four. <laughs> <laughs> point five, four, point four, five, four. 
Yeah. So I just discovered this. Obviously, it's not anything groundbreaking, but to like teach yourself something in math never happens. That's probably the only time I've ever like discovered something on my own. I was so excited to tell my teacher, I figured out the 11s. That is a really good feeling. Eight divided by 11. Yeah. Is 0.727272. Wow. How huh. fun. And uh, the teacher did not care at all. Because we're like, no one ever divides something into 11 pieces. You don't need to know this. That's <laughs> great. Oh, but yeah, sorry for the uh, really exciting start, you guys. But it's a new week here in Kansas for it's Brad a, and I. You know what? It's a new month by the time they're listening to this. Is it really? It's March. Huh. When, Which, do, when do we leap? When is that? What is today? Oh, tomorrow we leap. Tomorrow we leap. Which is good because I have been struggling with my vertical jump for a while now. It's good to have an extra little bit of leaping. Yeah, it's trampoline. You, you, there's trampolines everywhere on leap day. Yeah. You just you, you trampoline into your bed. Sometimes it's hard to get up there. <laughs> trampoline into the shower. I always wanted to rewrite, uh, you know, I rewrote a lot of songs at Canacuck back in the day, mainly about breakfast food. But I also thought, hey, some of these other activities could be spiced up too. Wanted to rewrite uh, the song Gasolina to Trampolina. <laughs> Never got around to it. But I still think of that when I hear the word trampoline sometimes. Like, I don't know what it would yeah. da, 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 Trampolina. Jump around the trampolina. I'm going to the trampolina. <laughs> Back from the trampoline. Yeah. That was like the first reggaeton song I ever heard. Yeah. And then I heard every single other one and it was the exact same Oh, this song. is the same. This must be a cover of that first <laughs> reggaeton song I heard. Oh, and this one must be a cover of that one. They know, they know, they must know the same producers. They must be the same guy who made all these. I think that's so funny that there's a genre of music that is identified by sounding the same. Yeah. Or I guess that, that was stupid. Uh, it sounds exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously genres of music are categorized it's by It's crazy how like, like, so, uh, like rock, you have to have guitar. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I was saying that, I was like, this is so uh, stupid. No, I knew you, I knew you were but talking about But reggaeton, it's like, oh, this is identified because it has the same beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reggaeton, reggaeton. Yeah. Dude, listen to Dua Lipa, like her. Yeah? Like her a lot. Yeah. Not a single other person from last week's episode was like, yeah, I like her too or anything. So it's just you. Okay. So thank you for checking her out and being like, wow, I'm impressed. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I Maybe because I'm the only person that has not ever heard of her already. Maybe. Maybe last week it was like, yeah, I heard about this guy named Drake. He's a really good rapper. You guys should check him out. It's like, okay. Yeah. I've not heard of this guy. They're you a little know. behind. Okay. This girl has 1.4 billion listens on one of her songs. I think a lot of people already know about her, but yeah, I had not really heard of her and liked her. Like her a lot. And I looked into, I was like, maybe she is a Latina and that's why she's uh -huh. so popular. No, it's like, uh, what is that, like Bulgarian or Armenian or something? <laughs> no, neither one of those two are right, but I know it's something like that. This suit is from Italy? Uh, no, Bulgaria. <laughs> it's like Lebanese. It's something like that where you're like, wow. Eastern that. European. Yeah, I think so. Which, dude, yeah, people in Europe love that kind of music, which is why I enjoy it probably is because it kind of takes me back to that time of life to your like ancestors to my yeah back to when we were we were immigrating over from scotland <laughs> she might be scottish do du a lipa no 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 it's it's, <laughs> it's eastern i know it's eastern you know what i'm gonna look it up real quick because i know neither of the countries i said are right let me guess yeah i was gonna say i want you to have um uh, you get three more guesses okay lebanon lebanese uh, well I don't want you to say that one because I'm pretty sure the three countries I said are not it. Bulgaria, Lebanon, or oh, you said Armenia. Lebanon? Yeah, yeah, oh. I said Lebanese. And I don't think that's it. Um, okay, then she's definitely from Bosnia. <laughs> okay, we have one guest for Bosnia. 
Uh, you have any more? I haven't <laughs> found it. Oh, okay, I found it. It's uh, not Bosnian. It's not. Uh, Ukraine? No, but warmer. <laughs> Russia? No, oh. too cold. <laughs> too, too, really cold. <laughs> uh, Albanian. Okay. So really, right between Ukraine and Russia. Man. Maybe not geographically, but in my mind of like how they talk and act. That was a fun little game we played right there. <laughs> that was fun. And you know what? Up. It's freaking true. It's so freaking true. Anyway, really liked her. Yeah, um, she's nice. What do you have going on this week? Either this past week, this upcoming week? Um, this past week has been very very defined by a home renovation project. Yeah. Catherine and I are basically doing a uh, – putting lipstick on our basement. Not literally. It's a phrase. Do you prime it first uh, with we the did, lip gloss? Yes, some lip gloss. Yeah. Um, basically, we just did painting and we added some stuff to our ceiling, like beadboard. You probably don't know what that is. No. Just right now, our ceiling was looking like what it is in here, and we added just like paneling to it basically to make it more solid. Looking. Compare it to sand. Okay, so like, you know, when sand becomes rocks and then rocks become really sh like uh, thin sheets of beadboard? <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> um, anyway, but, but like literally like, I mean, Catherine and I have worked night and day since like Monday through Friday or today, you know, like we're... We're working That's all impressive. the time. And I am running on fumes right now. I'm just yeah. not getting very much sleep. And Catherine's been an all-star. Like we got we got into a little tiff the first day. And after that, it's been great. Isaac, first. shout out to Isaac. He came and helped us with the beadboard. Alleviated without, some tiff. Yes, seriously. Like doing house projects with your wife is hard, dude. And doing it with somebody else there, it makes it a lot easier. Because then you're you're less likely to get mad at somebody else. You're more likely to get mad at your spouse or like yeah. get short with them. So, is it how is it doing like a project that you're not getting paid for? Is that weird or different or yeah. less fun? Yes, uh, it, it feels obviously expensive. Like 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 <laughs> yeah. like you go and buy stuff at Home Depot or wherever for a table. You're like I'm I, getting this all back. Yeah, who cares? Who cares if I just spend a hundred dollars on this because I'm going to make five hundred dollars on this? Yeah, or whatever. Now it's like golly, seventy five dollars for paint? That's all negative. What is this? Yeah, um, which. <laughs> Yeah, in the long run, hopefully it'll you know it'll help the equity of the house or whatever. But I mean, lipstick will do that. Yes, right. To a lot of things. Man, Ulta Beauty really expensive is where we got all the mm. all the, all the lipstick for this basement. So uh, Sephora, I'd recommend Sephora. Sephora is good too. Sephora is good. Ulta has a good rewards program though. Um, it's That's called, true. Hard to compete with that. It's called the Ultimate Rewards Program. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How do you uh, feel so about yeah. lipstick on women? I think it's. Not that attractive, to be honest. Espe Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Especially the bright red is, yeah. um, it's going to sound a little mean, but the th word that came to mind was like unnatural just because it's like, yeah, that's you're, not, what's you're not like making your normal lip color seem a little more yeah. prominent. It's like yeah. you're changing it to something kind of vibrant and wacky. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think about what you would compare it to, but yeah, absolutely. Try, I told try you. sand. Okay. So like... <laughs> I don't know anything about sand. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with sand? I, for some reason in my head, I was just thinking there are like kind of different types of beaches. Like some are like yeah, white, white sand, sand and some are like oh, a lot of seashells. Yeah. Like, oh, what's this? So I was thinking you could compare the ceiling to like how smooth or rough it is. Oh, okay, I have okay. no idea. Yeah, white sand. Yeah, smooth. Uh, no, I don't know if it's like, it's like guys with hats or something where it's like, it's not necessarily more attractive to a woman to for a guy to wear a hat, but like maybe other guys would be like, hey, dude, sweet hat. Could be. Like I've learned uh, through marriage that Catherine 
thinks more about dressing up for girls than she does dressing up oh, for yeah. guys. I've learned that too. You yeah, know? they they dress for other women. Yeah. And so even if it's like, hey, that might not be the favorite thing that the guys want to see. Who cares? The girls <laughs> like it. Yeah. Girl, girls like this, yeah, hot pink uh lipstick on me. And we might be in the minority. Maybe a lot of guys do like the bright red lipstick. I still think it looks fine, but I would prefer more of a natural color. That's me in general. Like, I don't like it when you can tell girls' hair is not real looking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the right word is. Catherine, like, never like never colors her hair, and I like that. I like that her hair pure is... Purebred. Yeah, purebred. Yes, yeah. that is that is what it, the Ulta... That's what the Ulta consultants... Consultants. Consultants. Yeah. And I think, from my experience, women love being, like, referred to as, like, dog types and breeds. Yeah. So uh-huh. purebred, yeah. mutt, um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, you could probably guess what Brad just said. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, Mom! <laughs> oh, that surprised me. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> Golly. This is a kid's podcast. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh, man. Um, uh, we had a good life. <laughs> okay. Uh, what do you think about the idea of dragons? Do you think they're real? I learned, I learned this week that there's a debate that dragons are real. Like dragons were a thing. And I'm like, no, they weren't. Hmm. I don't know if I've... Well, Who, my answer is no. No, I don't think, of yeah. course. Because this is now my first time ever considering them being real. So I guess that means I've never thought that was Well, you know, there's possible. studies out there. there. There's fossils that kind of look like skeletons that could be dragons. I'm like, okay, I'm, I believe that there are dinosaurs out there. Even that, we can barely prove that there's dinosaurs. And even proof is a little bit of a loose term for is proving that, right? that dinosaurs... You know, uh, like any dinosaur, like... Uh, what's that called? Like uh, species sculpt, not sculpture, oh. but like you know when they put all the dinosaur bones together, like a yeah, a, a display of one of them in a museum. Yeah, I don't what know is, what, that's what is that word. Uh, 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 um, Archety- archetype. Ar- <laughs> <laughs> I think is what it's called. A dinosaur display in a museum. Yeah, double. D. There's not a single one mm-hmm. that has more than five percent of its bones in that particular dinosaur. What? Like they're able to piece what a dinosaur probably looked like. But the, but they're all, there are a lot of different ones that they can. Yeah, so we got like a, we got a femur from Afghanistan right. and we got like a jawbone from Albania. Do it, Mr. Lipa probably discovered it. Right, and, right, right. You know, and that's how he had the money to fund do his uh, career. Yeah. But yeah, there's not one dinosaur that's ever more than 5% has been found of. Interesting. So that's why I'm saying like, yeah, it's hard enough to kind of really prove that dinosaurs even existed. So now we're going to take it a step further and be like, Maybe Santa Claus rode around on a dragon and that's how he delivered the presents when the tooth fairy wasn't there. <laughs> and there's proof that that, yeah, I don't know. Like just the idea that they have fire. Like how can you prove that? How can you prove that? <laughs> we, when we, we got a rib cage of a dragon, we're like, I bet there is fire in these lungs. I bet there is a way. And other people are like, well, you know, there's no proof that there's fire, but I mean, it still kind of looks like the skeleton of a dragon. And I was like, well, that's what a dinosaur is, is a skeleton of a dragon, but doesn't breathe fire, kind of. Here, New theory, T-Rexes could breathe fire. That's more fun. That would be nuts. <laughs> that would be nuts. You go to a Rainforest Cafe, and it's just, I don't know if they have them at Rainforest Cafe, but something like that. <laughs> and the, the T-Rex just, <laughs> You go to Rainforest Cafe, and, and they've started to install dinosaurs, <laughs> they and have now they have fire. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. Where did you see that? I had no idea that was like a new thing happening. My friend Emily Duckworth said, no. "Hey, Brad, do you think dragons are real?" <laughs> and she's funny. Like, like she has lots of sci-fi fantasy interests. I think I didn't know that about her. Nah, maybe that's too extreme to say that. But she likes like, superheroes. Okay, she, she liked I Am Legend. That's yeah. all I'm saying. <laughs> 
She likes superhero movies, which I know is that's not necessarily like one in one. And I, I think if I would guess, I think she's probably also a Lord of the Rings person. Okay. So I'm not saying like that equates to everything. From Junior Tolkien. But she's like, do you believe in... I don't think that she said that she absolutely believes in dragons, but she... She's thinking about she it. She knows, yeah, she knows that there's a possibility that they're out there, apparently. Do you believe in anything that's kind of weird? Um, true love. <laughs> uh, unconditional marriage. Um, I don't know. I... Not, not that I can think of off top. Do you? I don't really think so. I'm sure that there's I, something. I kind of like the idea of, you know, quote unquote aliens existing in like some other really, really far universe in a different, you know, solar system and galaxy that like mm -hmm. has their own Bible and savior story and everything. I'm like, that's kind of cool. Yeah, but, but, but you don't believe it. I don't, I don't think. think so. <laughs> you just want to believe. And why would I to be true? believe something that yeah has no proof or meaning or anything true story this is random and not true like not not whatever is it true or not it's, true it's true story that i used to believe in this i used to kind of have this like conspiracy in my head that my family were all aliens and they would all morph into humans every time i came in the room interesting and so every once in a while when i was a little kid i don't think i've ever told anybody this story this is awesome i don't my, my mom does not know this Jordan. but every once in a while when i was like seven eight years old i would kind of hurry into the room just in case, trying to catch just in case I see their green skin for a second or something. You thought they were kind of reverse toy storing you a little bit. Exactly. Like, I think they're no. doing things maybe that, out of the room. Maybe that was why. Maybe you just figured it out because Toy Story came out around that You're time like, in our what, lives. What if? Kind of like Kevin Malone. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, why are we discounting Kevin's Toy Story theory? <laughs> anyway. So you thought they were, I'm not ready, ready okay. to move okay. on from this. You yeah. thought they were just like, like men in black kind of stuff. Like they are Never aliens. Never saw that, and, but I think so. Yes. And human bodies. Yeah. Like they would morph really quickly afterwards. I also thought that Captain Hook for a while lived in my shower. And every time I would look up, he would go down really fast. <laughs> and so I couldn't see him because I was looking up. And every time I looked down, he would fly up to the ceiling. I was weird. Apparently. I was a pretty weird kid. I didn't do this. <laughs> I would do something like this more with like, I remember it's like now become kind of a meme and a thing on Twitter of like the light in the refrigerator or whatever. But I would always try to check that when I was oh, a kid. I would try yeah. to open that thing real quick and yeah. see if the light was on. Is it always on? <laughs> How's that work? Where And where's Captain Hook? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is you around, around the ketchup packets over here? Or what? That's so funny. That you would rush into the living room to see if your parents, you see if you could catch them like blinking like yeah. sideways and like their tongue right, right. slips back <laughs> into their mouth. What was that? How, how'd you do that? <laughs> what do you do with your tongue? You, you breathe fire? <laughs> Who knew? What kind of archetype are we yeah. dealing with? <laughs> I don't want to make too much fun of this in case we have some listeners who do, but it's so funny to me how many people out there believe in ghosts or at least believe in the type of ghost who are only concerned with somewhat creeping you out. You know what I mean? Like, like they're, most not, of they're the, not really going to harm you, but they're going to live in the house that you live in for some reason. Yeah, like this ghost's only agenda is at 3 a.m. in the high school hallways to open a locker <laughs> that he knows will be in the security camp just to freak you out. If there are invisible spirits moving around yeah. that are like, what, old bodies reincarnated or whatever the yeah. theory is, they're not opening lockers. They're yeah, doing they got, more they got, than... They got better things to do. Yeah. Like, go fix a basketball game or something. Like, yeah, I think that's know, so funny that that's our proof. Go get in the spirit of, like, all the, you know, Monstars and, like, beat Michael Jordan. Get in Charles Barkley. Dude. Yeah. The broom fell over. There's ghost. <laughs> I don't think the ghost is knocking over the broom I, to show you his presence. The lunar tides, though, with the broom. Did you see that? Mercury retrograde. Yeah, that was great. Did you, do you know what I'm talking about? Nope. It was like a, it was like a thing on... 
uh, Twitter. Oh, the hoax. <laughs> yeah. It was like this one day the moon lines up. So your broom can, you know, stand up straight. I was no. really excited before I learned it was a hoax. Me and Isaac and Leach had this idea where it was like, this is going to go viral on TikTok. We were going to like set up every broom that Walmart had in their mm -hmm. aisle and like do this whole big thing. And they're like, oh, this is a hoax. Or they, like this can happen every single day of the year. So still would have been cool. I'm not going to go do this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Back on the story of ghosts for just a second. This yeah. is not obviously a ghost thing, but ghost earlier this week. Thing, though. Yes. Right. Yeah. We got to talk about ghosts. That's, that's what half the people here are coming to listen to. Yes. Um, earlier this week, I was down in my basement painting and I had sprayed a bunch of paint like we've done here. Yes. And because it's really effective. And, uh, I think, so I think there were like particles in the air or whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, but I was like touching up some stuff and it was like, I don't know if it was just random timing or what, but like right when I started painting and like touching up this one little piece of the wall, the light bulb behind me exploded, exploded, exploded. And like, like hit my neck a little bit. Like the glass like yes. blew up. Yes. And so I looked it up. I was like, because I was like, this is concerning. Like, and this couldn't, this couldn't be Captain Hook, right? Because he lives in the shower. Yeah, Hook's in Neverland at this point. Maybe inside the crocodile. But I could see how his hook <laughs> could break a glass. Right. So I'm gonna read on. So, but one of the things they said was, uh, you know, back in the day we would have thought that this was maybe a ghost, but you guys know better than that now, or something like that. Fun article. So yeah, <laughs> that was how it. That was that was the. Uh, you know, ice-breaking, opening, you know, attention-grabbing device. Sure. Uh, but anyway, it ended up being just if you have too much, like, oil or whatever in the air and it gets on the light bulb, it can explode these, like, old – like, this was, like, a really old halogen light bulb. Huh. Because of science? Uh, yeah, I think so. Did it say that in the article? It said, yeah, this happens because of science is all it, the explanation was. Huh. And then and then at the end, with an asterisk, it's a god thing. <laughs> There was a comedian this week who I listened to at open mic night who started off with a really funny joke. I don't know where he went with this. I can't remember, but he was like, I think it's funny that you can like donate your body to science. And he's like, why can't I donate my body to any other uh, subject in school? <laughs> he talked about like donating it to civics, yeah, <laughs> donating it to mathematics or something. It's funny. No, he's got 10 fingers. Yeah. All right. Take so away two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And that's going to yeah. <laughs> chemistry. Yeah, that's good. That's funny. Dude, yesterday I went to Target. You, you'll get a kick out of the story. And, oh, I made that video recently. The video is three months old, but I edited it this week and posted it. And it reminded me that, oh, I do have Target gift cards in my car. I should go use them. Yeah. So I went and bought some stuff yesterday and was going to use one of those gift cards, which is self-checkout because I only am getting two things. Go real fast. It's like, I can swipe this gift card. She says, no. They're like, woman came over. Oh, I got to help you do that. Okay, no worries. Got to put the pin in or whatever. Yeah. So on the back of the gift card, she needs to see the numbers. So you got to scratch off that like lottery mm -hmm. ticket, kind of the silver stuff. I yeah. don't know what to call it. And so she's like, do you have anything to scratch this off? And I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm looking for like a coin or something like maybe my keys. She's like, oh, it's fine. I got a pen. And she's your finger. Sorry. Yeah. She used a pen, which I thought was a little weird at the time. I was like, she's the one who probably does this yeah. multiple times a day. So she would know. So she starts like using the pen and like the, the cap is off. Starts using the pen to scratch the, the it. The sharp side of the pen? The like ink side yeah. of the pen. That's not a good idea. It's not really working to get the silver stuff off. So I was like, here, let me try. I use my car keys and that's going great. It's marking off. Silver stuff is gone. Yeah. However, now we cannot see the numbers because she has scribbled over them in pen. <laughs> and so she's like... I can't, I can't see these numbers now. I'm like, well, I know it, 
Whose I think, fault I, is that? I think it's because you, I, don't, I always say, I think. I think it's because. <laughs> right, like so passive. You, like, because of your pen. She's like, oh, let's see. It's so, like pulling out my phone flashlight, trying to like shine yeah. it on in and see like indentions of the numbers. So she starts guessing numbers. Okay, what? looks like That's maybe it's seven, seven, three. It's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm just kind of looking around like, is there anyone else who works here who can maybe step in? Like, this is not going to go anywhere. And eventually she was like, yeah, I don't know. What? <laughs> she just scribbled all over my gift card and then was like, I don't know. And I was like, I guess I could just use my credit card. She's like, yeah, sorry. And then walked off. <laughs> what? Just marked on my gift card. I'm like, maybe she doesn't work there. Maybe she's just in a red polo. Right. Yeah, I didn't, hey, I didn't look, look that like hard. You're, you're struggling over there. Let me fix that for you. What? I was so surprised. Such weird behavior. She missed the mark. She works at Target, but she missed the mark. No bullseye for her. No. Bull crap for her. Um, <laughs> so now I got a gift card that... Okay, here's what you do. You... And this is what I would have done at the time. Maybe you already tried it. Put a little uh, tongue on your uh, thumb, tongue to thumb. Yes. And just try to scrape it off. Like try to wipe it off. Can you do that? Did I was thinking, I was like, I'll just come back again and just <clears throat> go to an actual checkout line where maybe they could swipe it. But they're still going to ask for the pin. You think so? Yeah. I, I use, I, I've used a gift card. I feel like that was more for like an online purchase. Like you put in the numbers and the pin. I mean, maybe not every place, but definitely like Home Depot, most of the places they have to scratch it off. But they don't use a pin. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's unbelievable to me. It Do you have an idea of what how much it is on there? Uh, $10. Okay. So I feel like if you tell somebody that, they're going to just eventually just the, the managers one. will be like, okay, 10 bucks. It's not that big of a deal. If, if you were like, yeah, there's $150 on there, they'd be like, are you sure? You, you think so? You know, like you're not going to make up $10. If you're going to make up a number, you at least go 20, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. It's way too believable. That's hilarious that she used a pin. I almost didn't even, it was like too late after it happened. I was like, why did I let her do this? That was so dumb. <laughs> why did I let her write in pin over the important numbers we need? Because even if she does scratch it off, eventually once she scratches off, unless she like scratches it, off perfectly, she's it's, still it's scribbling It's going to become on. pin. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. I, I like, want to see this. <laughs> what a funny thing. Yeah, so that was yesterday. Uh, what do you think about the idea? So so last week I uh, implored, I think is the right word, uh, some people to, if you've already left a five-star review, to have other friends leave five-star reviews. Um, a lot of people, for, first of all, we had some great, one, one specific person that did great with that. Yes. We'll talk about that later. But um, <clears throat> second of all, people often talk about how they are listening at work and how other people like think that they're weird because they're laughing at us during work. Yeah. Um, what if we start making that the thing? Like, hey, get other people involved with this at work. And instead of calling them their co-workers, we call them their go, G-H-O, workers. Their go-workers. Their go-workers. Hashtag go-workers. Once they start listening, they become your go-worker. Yeah. And then you, we could, you, you guys could tag us in the stories or whatever. Hey, hashtag go workers. Mm. Yeah. You could recreate that scene from the office in your office. Go, go, go. Yes. Go, go, go workers. Yeah. Da, da, go workers. Yeah. What do you think? That's a good one. It's a trend. It's a cultural trend. It's, it's coming. A, it's a trend. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a trend trick. That's a hat trend. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Let's do that. Okay. Cool. Uh, speaking of trends, I have a currently trending for you. I don't know if you have currently trending things. Of course. Um, <clears throat> one of the things I've been trying really hard, it's such a small thing, um, but in the mornings, so you don't have face ID on your phone. No. Which is so bold of you. No good, password. Good for you. Yeah. Hey, swipe Jake's phone. You can find out anything you want about Anything. Um, I do have face ID uh, and 
in the morning, my goal every time I open my phone for the first time is to get recognized by Face ID. <laughs> yeah. It's like you, you wake up in the morning and you're like three, you know, half half your eye is open and like like the the phone never recognizes you. And so every, who is this? Every morning I'm like, I wake up and I like bug out my eyes a little bit and I'm just like <laughs> holding it up there to hold, to see if I can get it the first time. You're like grabbing it by like the metaphorical <laughs> collar. Remember me. <laughs> It's me, Johnny. <laughs> I know you know who I am. <laughs> Unlock yourself. <laughs> but it's, I'm probably like 50% right now. I was Before I was 10%. I was just like, you know, barely awake. Because it's amazing how quickly or how, how well those face IDs work. But in the mornings, they do not work ever for me. And so I've just tried so hard to be like... <sighs> I don't know. Like just, I, just making it work. I think I tweeted something like this one time, like probably two or three years ago when it first came out. I think something like 21st century rock bottom is something like that. Like, you know, not being recognized by your own face. <laughs> or like waking up and not being recognized by your own face. Like you or something like that. Much. Yeah. You, you don't look <laughs> enough like yourself. I always thought that was on a similar note. This whenever I had like an iPhone five, right when the thumbprint came out. Yeah. I noticed like right when I would get out of the shower. You know, sometimes the thumb wouldn't work. Oh, yeah. And I just thought that was funny. Like the joke being, it doesn't recognize me clean. You know, it only knows is like the dirty, grimy version of me. It's like, oh, I know that. You don't have any oil on your clean thumb. I don't know who this is. (laughs) That's good. Yeah, Yeah. that would be even worse. Like you get out of the shower, like you you like do your hair and then it it gets unlocked. It's like, who is this? Why you have lipstick on? I know hat, Brad. (laughs) Yeah. I know messy hair, Brad. I don't know this. I don't know hair gel, Brad. (laughs) Speaking of hair gel, I got a... Take some pictures for Old Spice today, finally. Okay. They they didn't say yes to the different hair color one. Okay. But it's also, it's just as easy to take pictures. Actually, it's way easier. I don't have to find three different types of lighting to make my hair yeah. look different. They just wanted, hey, instead of red versus brown versus blonde, let's just do flat versus voluminous. Oh, sure. That's no problem. You can you can do both those things easily. Pretty easily. Yeah. So flat versus voluminous. Are you going like, to use the word voluminous in your <laughs> post? Is that like, do they, do they say like, hey, please use these certain words? I think I know you have to use a certain hashtag, don't you? Thick. Thick. <laughs> With like a bunch of C's. A bunch of C's. <laughs> Do they spe- specify how many C's? Like I, are, are I mean, copy and paste. What ex- I probably, like, yeah. I'm, I'm probably supposed to use however many they used, which yeah. I think is like seven or eight. Okay. So I'll probably do that. Yeah, I don't know. It just, it'll be pretty simple, I guess. Just take a couple pictures looking, somewhere. Looking voluminous? <laughs> yeah. Looking flat. Yeah, so that'd be fun. I, uh, oh, currently training for me would be, this isn't even that fun. Just, a lot of really good phone conversations yeah. this week. Okay. Luke Crenshaw yeah. called me. <clears throat> he lost me. his fantasy football league this year. Okay. And so tomorrow he has to run a half marathon. However, he has to do it dressed as a wizard with a broomstick on a scooter. So he has to scoot a half marathon in a oh wizard's my costume. Gosh. <laughs> what? And so he was calling me and asking me about that. Like, I don't know. It's funny what he was asking me. And That's then, awesome. This might be kind of funny. Hopefully he doesn't mind that we're sharing this on the podcast. He like just texted me and uh, he was like, you'll get a kick out of this. He's like, this is a dialogue I had with myself while trying on my wizard wardrobe last night <laughs> that my wife so graciously recorded and then sent to all our friends. These are like things Luke said as he was trying on his wizard costume. Okay. Uh, I'm going to be so itchy. Oh my gosh. Do you think at first glance that people will think this is real? <laughs> I kind of look like Duck Dynasty. Yeah, but I could be a cool wizard. I don't feel embarrassed now. Uh, but soon. Let's be honest. I feel like I'll be one of the better looking wizards there. Uh, gosh, this hair. Wizards have tough lives. 
you got to admit, this looks pretty tight. <laughs> this is all names four football players' fault. They're the reason I'm doing this. <laughs> uh, will it be humbling? Yes. That's funny. There's like 20 more that I, I left love out. that she recorded all. Those <laughs> yeah, things. like wrote down every single thing he said. That's amazing. So yeah. Anyway, 30 minute phone call with Luke this week. Yesterday I went back to back to back. I went Kyle Brown from the limo trip, learning about his life. So like fired up for him. He's like having like some success in like comedy and like doing improv and stand up okay. as well. It's awesome. really fun to talk to him. Talked to one of my best friends from high school, my high school prom date. One of my okay. good friends. Yeah. And then my dad, three in a row yesterday. Can was you great. imagine what that girl is like regretting right now? <laughs> Like, golly, I could have had the Ghost Runner, one half of the Ghost Runners podcast. <laughs> uh, maybe. Just, just I, I don't know if that came I'm up just or teasing. not. And yeah, so it's your been dad? a week of really good uh, phone calls. Yeah? Yeah, and like catching up with people. What did your dad What did your dad say? What? Uh, we actually hadn't talked in a long time. We talk almost uh, every week, once a week on the phone, just yeah. to catch up and talk. And we hadn't talked in a while. Hey, Jake. It's your dad, Steve triplet no we haven't talked in a while bud so uh just seeing how you were doing love you your mom your mom still wants you to get married <laughs> adios <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i'm sure he, he's a big bilingual guy yeah yeah definitely definitely or a voir, boy <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh yeah so been talk it's been fun to catch up a lot of good conversations this week and then this weekend <laughs> going to Branson to see other good friends who are randomly going to be in Branson who don't live there normally. So a good week of seeing good friends and talking to them and catching up. Good week with good friends and good food. Ellis Custom Creations. I don't know. Classic slogan. Yep. I'm thinking maybe we get into voice memos now because I... No. Yeah. I want to transition. Let's let's just edit right there from... Or whatever. I want to talk about my something that my dad... Did real okay, quick. cool, and then we can talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of dads, Sunday morning, eleven o'clock, aka prime time for me working at church. My dad calls me on the phone, and that's always a little bit alarming because you're like, he knows that I'm. This busy. has to be important. Yes, and he right, and uh, I I didn't answer it, but I text him right away like, hey, I'm in church. What's going What's on? What's up? Do I need to call you? And he doesn't respond until like. For an hour. And so I'm like, okay, I think he's okay. Like, I think that, that, that to me makes it, makes me think, oh, he's fine. Interesting. He, he's, for, he's one of the only people I know that still butt dials. Like, I don't know how he does it. I think he just doesn't lock his phone maybe and then puts it in his pocket. Okay. Um, but it got me thinking that I think there needs to be some kind of etiquette or something whenever you text somebody like, hey, call me. That freaks me out. Like if somebody's just like, I hate hey, that. hey, call me. Hey, give me a call. And it's like, like, like you need to be like, Hey, give me a call. Nothing, nothing, uh, bad is happening. Like, like, give me a call. Your dad's fine. You know, like whatever, give me a call. Like your dog's not dead. Uh, you know, like if, if whatever, like there's just give like, a few things out right away. Yeah. Like it's just too, too generic sometimes. Like, Hey, call me when you can. It's like, uh, this it, could be anything. Your mind yeah. races to all the worst things. Like, oh gosh. I knew it. That spot was not benign, you know, whatever. Something maybe you should start doing. So Kyle did this to me yesterday, which I was like, that's a funny joke. Because, you know, we haven't talked in forever. So the fact that he was calling me was kind of out of the blue. Right. So he calls me. And I'm like, dude, what's up? And he's like, hey, man, um, everything's fine. Um, you know, I'm fine. Everything's okay. Um, I just wanted to say, like, how's it going, dude? <laughs> <laughs> kind of freaks you out for like five yeah, seconds. Yeah, like, oh, something's coming. You know, uh, 
we we never wanted it to be like this. Uh, you know, we never expect our lives to be like this. But this uh, could change things. You know, just want to see what you're up to for lunch today. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's funny, dude. But yeah, no, I hate that. I think we talked about it maybe like a month or so ago. Like, I got a text. I was like, ah, oh, I got one of those texts. Like, yeah, hey, can we can we get together and talk? Meet up and talk. Gosh, dang it! Like, no, I don't. It's yeah. not gonna be good news. Right. right. Yeah. Any, any form of that. Isaac has actually done that to me a couple times since we've been roommates. And it's always been amazing news. <laughs> it's always like, when are you getting home? And like, that's it. Uh, maybe in like 30 minutes, like why, what's up or something. He's like, yeah. great news, da, 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 happened right, or right, something. Right. Or like, how quickly can you be here? Yeah. <laughs> what's, are you okay? Or like, are you underneath the table? Is there, <laughs> is there a saw coming <laughs> out of your leg? Like, I have about 15 seconds. <laughs> Yeah. Like, why? What's up? And he's like, oh, we got some new mail. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think even, even if it is a bad news, whatever, just be a little more specific in text, in my opinion. Like, hey, can we talk? Uh, I've just been having a little bit of an issue with the way that you've been treating me lately. Like, great. Let's like, at least then I can like be like, okay, I'm going to have I, my guard up a little bit. I'm going to have, you know, a little bit more of a, you know, preparation going into yeah, it. Yeah, You kind of probably already know somewhat what that person's going to say. Yeah. Give me a call as soon as you can. Your dad's in trouble. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a big one. <laughs> yeah, he's been getting a run in with the mob ever since he retired. You know, mm -hmm. that's yeah. normal. Yeah. yeah, I think the older I get, the more I see a need to over communicate and stuff like that, especially over text and Dude. stuff. And yeah, I think it's good quality. Yeah, just to overstate I, why we're meeting, right? Or what we're going to be doing there. Yeah, just I don't, I don't necessarily love people reiterating things over and over again, but I love being very communicative, like very well detailed in your communication. I don't want you to tell me 15 times, but tell me once really well though. Yeah. Yeah. For real. So anyway, just a random thought I had when you said your dad called you, my dad called me too. And it was, <laughs> it was one of those times where I was like, dad, you should be in church right now. Why are you calling me? <laughs> yeah. You know, he probably so. was, he was probably like moving in those pews and got yeah, the... he's putting his hands up for the stand, you know, probably. arms high and oh, arms high and arms high, hard abandoned. Yeah. I like that song. Me too. It's good song. Good song. So this past week, we asked you to send in voice memos if you were left-handed. And boy, is there a lot of you. Probably <laughs> should have narrowed the gate a little more. Might do that for next time. So we have a lot. So we're going to just get into those now and answer your so left-handed questions. Lefties, baby. It's like, yes. Lefties unite. <laughs> Lefties. Like, it's like... Yes. Yes. That's our it's catchphrase. Like freaking true. <laughs> All right. Hello, Jake and Brad. My name is Madison. You probably don't remember me, but I was your first voice memo way back in episode 26. And I just had to call in this week because I am a lefty. And if I'm listening to this correctly, Brad, you are also left-handed, in which case I'm even more impressed that you do woodwork. My question would be, what is your biggest pet peeve about being left-handed? For me, it would probably be not being able to use a can opener, having butter on both sides of the knife when I eat with my family, and not being able to cut a straight line to save my life. But anyway, have a great week. You guys are the best. What if she just shares like things that don't have anything to do with being left-handed? <laughs> like, okay, so for me, like, yeah, I can't, like, when I draw on, or, like, when I write with ink pens, it gets over my hand, keyboard mouses, and, like, not being able to look my mother in the eyes. Like, I <laughs> hate being left-handed. <laughs> the answer for me that you just said, actually, is the ink thing. Yeah. Well, I like, remember learning back in the day, Leonardo da Vinci taught himself how to mirror write, which is one of the more impressive things ever. You would basically start in the middle and then write outwards with both hands. 
That's awesome. Like there was a mirror in the middle. And he taught himself how to do that because he was sick of getting ink on his left hand because the old school like type pens. Super and, inky. Yeah, way more inky. And then you could probably not even read them. They weren't even left. No way you're reading your gift cards if you try to scratch it off right. with one of those pens. Seriously though, like uh, in English, you know, the, the days where we have to do like tests and the last page of it was like a, you know, two page essay or something. By the time you're done, you look back at the bottom of your hand and it is like, gray like yeah you have you have silver on your hand like you have you have basically like the stuff that you would have on a gift card you have to now on your hand scratch that off yourself it does not work to just put pin all over it though let me tell you that right now i'm gonna want a penny so, <clears throat> yeah they, that's the worst thing she also mentioned not being able to cut well scissors are yeah completely made for right-handed people really i never thought about that i heard some stat i don't know if this is exactly true or what what validates it but that left-handed people have a lower life expectancy because they use things their whole life that are made for right-handed people. Huh. Um, and she said the thing about woodworking, that is so true. Like really? woodworking stuff is also, everything is just catered to right-handed people because. Ooh, those desks in college. Yes. With the I right always, arm. There, there's every, there's usually like one to two in each room. That's a lefty. And I always chose those. Good. Yeah. Representation. Right. <laughs> for the minorities. <laughs> yeah. That's a good question though. Thanks for asking. Have you ever heard that? Uh, it's like an old, old, old Jerry Seinfeld bit about like comparing left versus right. And he's like, you know, the right-handers have it way easier. It's like, think about um, everything that's left. You know, you got left out, got left behind, <laughs> uh, stuff like that. He's yeah. like, you, you never see a crook named righty. You know, it's always lefty. <laughs> yeah. He's like, right, it's, it's, it's great. You know, everything's all right. Uh, he gives yeah. a bunch of examples. <laughs> right on. Hey, you know, you want to go to the party? I'll be there right now. Yeah, 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 right away. Where'd they go at the party? Oh, they left. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. It's great. Yeah, he's... He's good. Fun fact that I've heard is that 50% of people are born. Uh, no, that's not true. I think I, more 30% maybe are born left-handed, but their parents like tell them to use their right hand. And so then they learn how to be right-handed. Yeah. I saw it firsthand. And one of my childhood friends, Zach Yarberry yeah. was definitely probably born left-handed, but grew up in a su super sporty home. So his dad like had a, a bat and a ball in his hands from when he was three years old and was always putting the ball in his right hand. So he grew up being pretty ambidextrous. Probably yeah. could have been a way better athlete had he just been left-handed. Right. But he was kind of in this middle ground where like in a basketball game, he would drive left and pull up and shoot a left-handed jump shot, drive right and shoot a right-handed jump shot. Like he could do I think, either. Can Isaac do that? Yeah, decently well. Yeah. Yeah. Which Isaac's lefty, but he's kind of ambidextrous too. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I would believe that. Another fun fact is that 50, this is the one I was thinking of, 50% of all architects are left-handed even though the only like 15 or 10% of the world is left-handed. So it's like, it just shows you that left-handed people are more that minded, whatever that whatever is. Whatever that is. Yeah. yeah. Like spatially and I guess, I don't know. Visually yeah. smart. Yeah. A lot of presidents are left-handed. I don't yeah. know. It's not me. It's not you. Here we go. Hey Brad. Hey Jake. <laughs> my name's Donald. And if you were to take my place as president, what would you do? And my real name is actually Emery. I'm a child. And Jake and Brad 2020 for president. Yeah. Two presidents. That's how the world works, Emery. Let's go. Emery, yeah. But two popes. I love it. Where would we be without the popes? Two. And just the Netflix documentary. The popes? Called Two Popes. Oh, really? Or maybe it's not a documentary. It's a show, something. I've seen it on the homepage. Oh, that song. I got two popes. popes. Yeah. One for the vat and one for the Rome. Yeah. Um, nice, Emery. Thanks for the... Uh, There's a question. She said, if you were to take my place, what would you do? 
Yeah, Emery's a girl's name. Okay. Um, <laughs> you never know these days, dude. Uh, well. And it's a little kid, so like pre-puberty. They all sound the same. Emery, love you no matter what. <laughs> um, if I, if what was the question? If we were to take Donald's place, what would we do? Oh, sure. I would definitely just put a basketball court right smack dab in the middle of the White House and in Congress, and then we'd play basketball all the time. <laughs> we do, we do shirts versus skins, and of course I would be a skin. I don't know. Obama played quite a bit of basketball. Yeah, he did. Left-handed. <laughs> he played it. Played it left-handed. Emory, thank you for the voice memo. Yeah, I've never really thought about what I would do if I was president. I think I would not want to do it at all. <laughs> you know, technically, statistically speaking, it's the most dangerous job in the world. You know, because. Whatever, four out of 43, right. 45 have died Pretty in high percentage. office. Yeah, that's crazy higher than, you know, deep sea fishermen or construction workers. Sure. You know. That's interesting because of percentages. Yeah. Because it's not necessarily like, I mean, you're you're more protected than any other position too. But, but there's not very many other people that have done what you've done. So therefore, if even a few of you have died, then you're more likely to die. Yes. Interesting. But maybe in the last 20 years, it's a very safe job. If you could, you could argue, right? You could, you know, the safest job last 20 years. <laughs> Safer than Fishers. Hey, Jake. Hey, Brad. This is Gloria coming to you from Fort Worth, Texas, a beautiful town you forgot to mention. How convenient. Anyway, the point of this message is to say I am a left-hander, which means that I am in my right mind. Now, Brad, comma, I don't know about you, but I never actually understood what that meant. Does that mean I'm smarter than everybody? Does that mean I have better ideas? Because I have problems with this. I'd love to get your opinions on it. Also, I have a poultry of the week. You ready? People who use terms like OMG or LOL in regular conversations. Like, why not just laugh? <laughs> Fair. Okay. Uh, first of all, thanks for the voice, ma'am. As always. Uh, I didn't from shout out. Gloria. From Gloria. Gloria. Oh, Gloria. Yes. In. Ick, whatever. Chelsea's day -o. She. <laughs> I, I didn't shout out uh, Fort Worth because the girl was from South Texas. And in my opinion, who are you talking about? What last week somebody I'm said? Lost. Last week somebody had a voice memo said coming to you from South Texas, and so I shouted out a few random towns in South Texas. Oh, gotcha. McAllen, Corpus Christi, South Padre, whatever. And Fort Worth is not <clears throat> south at all. One hundred percent. It is, is. It is north. It is absolutely north. And so that's why I didn't shout you out, Vic Gloria. Vic Gloria. <laughs> Vic Gloria. Hey, I like Fort uh, Worth though, Gloria. I liked yeah. it a lot more than Dallas. Agreed. Agreed for sure. Stockyards, shout out Stockyards. Shout out, shout out Billy Bob's. Shout out Joe T. Garcia's baby. Do you ever go there? No. Oh, you would love it. Okay, it's awesome. Sounds like a place. Oh my gosh. It's it's on because of the voice memos. Yeah, no, that's hard to do. That's hard. All right. Um, did she? Have, oh, poultry. I agree with the LOL OMG thing. It seems like an immature thing to do. Yeah, you're not doing that in a corporate, you know, board meeting. Sometimes I'll do it to like be funny, like how the office made that joke ASAP is possible. Yes. I, I've said before, like 
to be TBH, like, I just don't want to do that tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something like that, <laughs> yeah. but that is just a joke. Yeah, my friend would always, he would always say, WTH, what the heck, bro? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, JK kidding. JK but to kidding. actually, like, if the Chiefs scored a touchdown and I said, OMG, <laughs> I would expect, please slap me across the face. Right. It, that's, uh, don't let me hang out with you anymore. Right, I don't. I wouldn't. I won't. Hi, Jake. Hi, Brad. Um, I'm Annie, and I thought I would leave a voice memo since I am left-handed. So I have a few would-you-rathers. So the first one, I've actually asked already on your Instagram, and Brad answered, but I thought I made it a little too easy. So the first one is, would you rather never eat fast food again, or you can never watch a football game again? So, like, you can look at the scores all you want, but you can't actually watch the game. And then the second one is, would you rather um, always smell of, like, really overpowering cologne um, that's really bad, or would you rather um, always have, like, a bad body odor? Thanks, guys. Love your podcast. Thank you, Annie. Second one's easy. Always cologne. Yes. I mean, just, it's a good smell Because at least people think smell. you're trying. <laughs> you're trying too hard, but you're trying. Bad body odor is like, geez, this guy smells bad every single time. You can't enjoy being around somebody who smells really bad, no. in my opinion. Yeah. That one's easy. The other one is tough, though. No fast food or no, like, watching a game itself, only seeing scores. Loophole, Chipotle is not fast food, right? Yeah. Are we arguing that? Maybe if she would, let, let's, let's cater it or let's switch it around to say uh, no restaurants or no football. Like you have to eat at home? Yeah. Oh, man. That would be... I like both of those a lot. There's a lot more alternatives to football than there are for no restaurants. Restaurants. Because, like, what happens happens if you go... Like, socially, you're out with people. Or you're on tour. Not eating. You got a meal prep Or you got to go... Yeah, you got to go to Walmart and buy... Buy a loaf of bread. Or someone just says, hey, you want to do a lunch meeting? I say, yeah, in your kitchen? <laughs> yeah. I, I can do that. Yeah, let me let me put on the broiler. <clears throat> um, meet on a park bench. I'll bring my food. Yeah, bring your bring your brown bag. You'd have to go no football. Just like not entering a restaurant. It would just like mess with your schedule too much. It would get in the way too much. Yeah, especially us. Because obviously we love the food, but we also love the social aspect of it. Inconvenience. In the convenience of it. Yeah, for sure. And football is more just entertainment. Easier to live without. Football's only how many months of the year? Four or five? Yeah. You know, we got baseball and basketball still. And maybe I'd get into something else. You know? Bocce? R- rugby. Maybe bocce. I might be a bocce, you know? So. Rugby's a, a close cousin. I could see that. Those are tough, though. Those yeah. Are, that, that's the, football the, one. Yeah, the smelling one, obviously, you don't want either. But you definitely don't want to smell bad. Can you imagine? Can you imagine ever smelling bad? No, no, that's all great. It'd be terrible. Hey, Ghost Runners, it's Alex from Minnesota. And my question for you guys is if you were stuck overnight with each other in a store and you could do anything you wanted, you would complete free reign of the place and you could break anything, you could eat anything, and there'd be no punishment or repercussions, what store would you get stuck overnight in and what kind of things would you do? Oh, and. Texas. (laughs) Texas. <laughs> yeah! Frick forward! Joe T. Garcia's! Uh, <laughs> that, that, those voice memos came in funny, funny order. <laughs> Alex, my guy, man. Catherine right now is livid. 
That's your friend, your good friend from camp, right? I don't know who you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's a buddy of mine. Um, what store? <laughs> he, he figured out how to put a bleep in a voice memo. Yeah. Or did you do that? No, no. <laughs> that was him. That's really impressive. Because you have to, I thought you just like record, like press record and it's just right there. So maybe he like. I'm sure another device like added the bleep that he timed well. Yeah, that was awesome. That's hilarious. When I was in high school, I always wanted to try and stay in the mall overnight. And then once I turned 18, I was like, all right, I kind of missed my window to do that. And like, it's not going to be a slap on the wrist anymore. So I kind of let that dream oh. go. But yeah, I had like ideas of like, you know, just hiding under like one of the beds in like Macy's or something like that, or like in the middle of a clothing rack. I was like, yeah. you can easily hide here and stay here overnight. I don't know if that's my store of choice. It was just like, that's the easiest. Right. Did you ever read Corduroy as a kid? Remember no. The book? It's a bear. Corduroy is a bear. Oh, yeah. And he gets like, he's, yeah, by himself in a department store. It's kind of what you're, you're wanting to Corduroy. You want to Corduroy it up. I think I would maybe choose like a, a sporting goods store. My first thought was uh, like a Bass Pro or uh, something like that. Or maybe somewhere that's more, yeah, like you're saying, like maybe that has the Bass Pro aspects, but also has more sporting goods stuff as well. Because I think it'd be really fun to... <laughs> like take a kayak down the escalator and run it into a bear. Yes. That or would be like sweet. Have the bear in the kayak. Shoot a bunch with... of stuff. Like, yeah. Just like go like do target practice across a, you know, across the store. Yeah. That would be fun too. I mean... Yeah, they're both going to be a lot of fun. Like sporting goods, you set up a basketball hoop. Right. Who knows where, you know, across the thing and you're trying to make stuff and yeah. all your friends are there. Well, that's, that. did he ask a question where it was just the two of us? Because, yeah, my first thought was like laser tag in any kind of store like that sounds amazing. To yes. Me. Or paintball, but I'm not as – I'd rather not get hurt. Lasers, I would much rather But like make sure with. they're really good guns to where you can like, yeah, snipe somebody from – yeah, from the uh, bear exhibit all the way down to, you know, the swimwear. So I think you found our answer. The, the store we stay in is just a laser tag store. <laughs> yes. We just stay around in a laser yeah, tag place. Yeah, 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 the laser tag place. Um, Seriously, that would be so fun. Yeah. Because laser tag's fun, but it gets expensive, you know, to Quick. do more than once. Yeah. Or and twice. He says that we can break whatever we want, so we can, like, set up our own maps, basically. And they always say no running. We could be running. Oh, we would be sprinting. Yeah. That would be so. F I'm. Mean, I really want to play some laser tag now. Like, like we could we could sprint, but we could also have like uh, areas set up that have like mattresses or pillows or something. Yeah. And so like, like that's the place where you like jump and shoot. Yeah. yeah as you fall. Oh, that'd be dope, dude. I'm excited. I'm going to Branson this weekend. Home of laser tag. Basically, they have some good laser tag there. Oh yeah, dude. Laser tag is. I, I hope that like, you know, we see trends like the trampoline parks or whatever. I Back hope that throwing. laser tag really becomes like a thing again. I, I don't know why it went away, but it's good. It needs to come back and somebody needs to like, I mean, I, I know that there's still options, but not nearly as many as there used to be. I, I still have never I've talked about this 30 episodes ago, have never taken a girl on a Chick-fil-A laser tag date. And that's, yep. that's accounts receivable for me. That's going to happen. Waiting, yeah. You're waiting for the right, the right girl, the right laser girl. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Laser tag is fun. The right laser lady. Laser laid. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. That would be what we do no matter where we are. That was a good answer. Like, thank you for like showing me the light. I'm yeah. like, it could be better than Dick Sporting Goods. It could even be better than Bass Pro. It could be laser tag and Branson. <laughs> I, yeah. But I'm also imagining like going down the escalator in the kayak, <laughs> you know, dual wielding two <laughs> laser guns. <laughs> do, 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 do. You put like a, a little sensor in the bear's mouth that like gets you extra points for your, sure. your home yeah, base. Like, yeah, that's, that's like the portal. Yeah. But you talk to a ghost and he becomes a bear. So the bear can come alive. Yeah. Do you believe in bears? 
I believe in bears. Okay, yeah. I've seen enough proof, like yeah. and like security footage and stuff, to believe in them. <laughs> security footage. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you know, like that bear going up to the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> security footage. Uh, Have you ever seen a bear in real life? No. I don't, uh, maybe at a like zoo. outside of a zoo. No, I saw my first one on the Fourth of July this year. Pretty American. Would have preferred a bald eagle or maybe yeah. a uh, golden retriever, yeah. but it was a, yeah. a a black bear. But we were up in Crested Butte. Grant Huberberg was there. Uh-huh. Austin Carter and we were we made like this homemade like kind of potato gun out of PVC pipe. And one of the guys there with us is an engineer, so he nice. knew how to do all this. Yeah, classic. But we didn't have potatoes, so we were shooting lemons and limes out of it. And I guess bear likey, the the Sprite combo. So we leave. Bears are big citrus uh, fans. Well known. Yeah. Well known. You'll see that on security footage if you pay close attention. We leave to go hiking and come back and a bear is ravaging our lemons and limes. <laughs> like he just smelled them. And we Google it. Like bears can smell stuff from like miles away. That's so like, crazy. Don't don't have food out if you're in the mountains. Seriously? Yeah, it's scary. Yeah, you're like. You we show to... up to our house and there's a bear there. That's wild. Yeah. At your house? At Grant's place. Oh, wow. like in the driveway. Uh, I missed this vacation with my family, but like my whole extended family one time was on vacation. And it was like when they had all the fires in the like the Rockies. You remember that? Yeah, it was, it was two summers ago because, yeah, we couldn't get up to Glacier National well, Park because of the fires. It was different. It was different than that. It was like maybe five or six, seven years ago. Different fires. It was a while back. But um, they were supposed to stay in this one really nice place. And instead, uh, the fires were too dangerous there, so they had to stay at YMCA of the Rockies, <laughs> uh, which sounds awesome to me. I like that kind of thing. But some of them, you know, some of the family members were really looking forward to like this kind of cush. The log cabin. Really the nice. Like, floors. Yeah. Airbnb, whatever you want to call it. And instead, they're staying at like these rustic cabins. And the guys one night are all playing cards or whatever. And they don't have air conditioning even like in this place. Ooh. So they just have the windows open and they just look over and there's a bear just like putting their putting its face right into the window and uh one of my cousins was like uh bear and that's all he said and everyone just freaked out and like my dad's like i've never seen uncle adele run that fast in his whole life you know that's crazy yeah that would be nuts oh i would almost guarantee they had sprite somewhere in their kitchen that yes, night for sure maybe or, maybe dr pepper with lime could be could have been some Lacroix pretending yeah. to be sprite right <laughs> yeah but anyway Gosh. but then my aunt was like you know because they had different cabins like all around this one little area. My aunt's like, Liddell, you need to come back. I, I, I need you. I'm scared. And he's like, I am not going out there right now. <laughs> I'm scared of bears too. <laughs> I have a fear too, honestly. I'm uh, also one of those weird people who don't like being close to bears. So you'll have to understand <laughs> if I don't want to get that near them. They send you a text. Now, Brad, everything's okay. There's no dragons here. Okay, but call me as soon as you can. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm getting okay. attacked by a bear. Let me know. Yeah. <laughs> How soon can you be here? Bear's got my leg. Probably not going to stick to just the leg for very long. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, thanks for the voice memo, Alex. Is that Alex? From Minnesota. Okay. Minnesota nice. What's up, fellow Midwesterners? My name is Michaela. I sent in a voice memo a while back, but I'm left-handed, so I am now contractually obligated to send in another one. It's true. Um, I've often lamented to my husband about the discrimination I have faced being a lefty when it comes to products and uh, stuff of that sort. So Brad, being a fellow lefty, I was wondering if you have any funny stories or experiences in regards to being a left-handed person uh, and not being able to do traditional things because only right-handers are thought of with stuff like that. So it <laughs> this topic irks me. Oh, Sorry wait, wait, wait. to be so explicit. But she doesn't have the bleep button like Alex. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. 
Okay, so I would say probably like um, like essays. Like if you write a lot, like you get on your hand, scissors. Uh, Woodworking is pretty hard, actually. Uh, I've kind of learned how to be ambidextrous there. Uh, Jake actually has some friends who learned how to shoot both ways because you're actually born one way, but you, you learn how to go right-handed. Yeah, that stinks for Michaela. Then. Yeah. Like it looks like she repeated. If she she might have sent in her voice memo first. Yeah, the voice memos are not public, you know, before this. I don't you don't think. know what's being sent in before our set sticks that she has to say question. Yeah, sorry. But it does, it, it's like um, in the office where... What is it? Dwight. Oh, Jim knows what Dwight's about to ask off for. And so Jim beats him to the punch. Yeah, yeah, He's like, yeah. hey, can I t take a client out to lunch? Like, we never do this. Yeah. The, out for dinner. It was like, oh, yeah, 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 out for dinner. Seriously? And seriously? We never do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wish I had a better story. I think, honestly, and I know we're kind of beating this dead horse, but I think you just get so used to it that you don't think about the things that you're having to do left-handed that, that are inconvenient. You're just kind of used to it. But I remember from when I first, like, I think in a computer lab in fifth grade, Whoa. <laughs> it gets you emotional. <laughs> it's like the Macklemore song. I remember in the in the third grade, I was using the computer mouse. Um, <laughs> but yeah, thinking like, oh, this is uh, on my right hand and I like this a lot. And that's too bad for people who don't feel as comfortable with their right hand as I do. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how that all works because I think you just get used to certain things. Uh, but back on the... Uh, not one-upping someone, what would you call it? Just like beating someone to the punch. Uh -huh. One time in a uh, speech class in high school, one of my friends, <laughs> I learned what they are giving a speech about. And so I wrote a speech for myself to do, but I also came prepared with a speech about his topic, just in case I found out the order and found out I went first. <laughs> and so I went first and gave a speech on his topic right before he went. Oh, it man. was awesome. So he's probably an improv, you know, person Yeah, so now. he's like, okay, well, that was pretty much everything I was going to say. Um <laughs> But yeah, it's um, salamanders are like super cool. I don't know what it was about, <laughs> but something already pretty boring. Uh, Michaela, thanks for the voice memo. Keep keep calling back. You know, maybe do it a little bit earlier next time. Yeah, hurry up with what you say, La Michaela. Nice. Yo, this is Braden from Austin, Texas. Uh, not to be confused with the other Braden that has been featured on this show. Uh, really love y'all's podcast. Uh, excited to leave a voice memo for you guys. Uh, so I've got two questions. Uh, the first is, I couldn't help but notice as I've been listening to your show that most of your voice memos and reviews that you guys feature are from women. And so I just wanted to know, did you guys always intend to start a women's lifestyle podcast or did it just happen organically and you've just run with it? Just, a, just curious. Uh, second question is, if you guys... Uh, did not have the option to root for the Kansas City Chiefs. If they didn't exist, which NFL franchise would you be a fan of? Uh, those are my questions. Love the podcast, guys. Keep up the good work. Two great questions. You redeemed, you redeemed the Braden name. The Braden namesake is back. <laughs> yeah, it is weird. I think, like, looking at our stats, 60% of our listeners are women, but all of our feedback is from women Yeah, for some reason. Uh, so I don't know. But yes, I did just talk a lot more. Apparently. I did intend to start a women's lifestyle blog from the Well, that was one of our smart goals. It's like, hey, we should get people to listen to our podcast. And you're like, nope, not smart enough. Let's get specific. Okay, we should get uh, humans. And you're like, nope. Getting closer. Women. Okay, women. Uh, yeah. Uh, 34 to 48. Um, whatever. Yeah. So, Two X chromes. <laughs> that's what I want. That's right. Double X. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's just a random thing that happens to us, I guess, is that girls give more feedback. I think that's probably just in general on social media and whatnot. But um, we're, we're here for all the, you know, 
all the advice that women might need about life. I mean, we are Ulta consultants. So, uh, and the question about the NFL, do you have an answer? I, I think I want to root for whatever team Ryan Fitzpatrick is on. Okay. So you, yeah, you have a new team every year. Yeah. I just choose a quarterback. And you're going to have that team for 20 more years. Cause he's going to, he's going to last. Yeah. He's got time on his hands. Yeah. Yeah. I really think so. I think he's a fun guy to root for. Harvard guy, super old, yeah. seems funny, has a lot of swagger. <laughs> super old. Is he super old or does he just have a beard? He might just have a beard. Yeah. Um, one of my friends, Michael Sloan, is from Oklahoma, Tulsa, and they don't have sports teams in Tulsa. And so he just chose a different city every year and would just cheer on all their teams. So he'd be like, I'm a Baltimore fan this year. I'm a Cleveland fan this year. I'm a Tampa fan, whatever. Mm. Uh, I don't think you should get to choose year by year. Well, he always chose – I think there was some kind of uh, stipulation of like they have to be their third or fourth place or lower. Like you can't just be like, oh, I'm a Patriots fan this year. I'm a Chiefs fan. Well, I think it, what makes it so much fun as a fan to cheer on sports is like I've seen them in their ups and downs and I like st- I've stuck with them. Like yeah. when the Royals won or like oh, when yeah. the Chiefs won. True. It's way cooler when you know like, wow, I watched every game <laughs> this season the Chiefs went 2-14. and 14. Yeah. I watched every single game that year. That sucked. Yeah. And now we won the Super Bowl. So if you just changed every year. But Ryan Fitzpatrick's changing every year. Yeah, but it's not my actual team. <laughs> that's my team from a voice <laughs> that's memo my, that's question. That's my fake team, yeah. I had a friend do something like that. I think, yeah, he was from somewhere that didn't have any support. You know, he's from Wyoming or something. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm just going to choose a city, and that's going to be my teams for everything. So I think he chose Cleveland like 10 years ago okay. or something. You know, so he, he's still a Cavs fan, Browns fan, and Indians fan, right. which they've all kind of had some success. Huh. If it were me, I think I would choose the Vikings. I don't know. I just have – I've always – I always loved the Vikings growing up because Randy Moss, Chris Carter, Randall Cunningham, Dr. Yeah. Culpepper, Robert Smith, whatever. And they they have enough success to where it's like they're a likable franchise. They're a good franchise. But they haven't been so successful that it's like, oh, you're just a bandwagon Vikings fan. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to call you out for that. Right. Good um, good fan base too. Yes, really good. They they were so many people when they came to Kansas City this year. Skull. Yeah. Um, there's like several Vikings bars in Kansas city, which I think is weird too. Really? Multiple. Huh? I mean, it's not really that far away. Minnesota is only like six hours, I think. Oh, really? So it's like closer than Chicago or Denver. Yeah. yeah. Huh? It might be one of the closest sports teams to us. I did not realize that. Yeah. Just straight up 35, baby. 35. The twin cities. It's Alex teen. Hey, Jake and Brad. This is Kelly. You called me out. I am left-handed. That's freaking true. (laughs) I have a point of poultry of sorts. Uh, P.O.P., I guess. Jake, I heard your Chipotle order. Your burrito did not include beans, which brings up a major question for me, and that is how do you define a burrito? I personally distinguish it from other wraps by including rice and beans but you let me know what makes a burrito a burrito i'm really curious okay i've never thought about this question before oh it was like such a big deal at our uh at Kinnecook. breakfast tacos versus breakfast burritos apparently in texas they call the things that we would call breakfast burritos breakfast tacos oh and so people got so up in arms kind of yeah. like the whole hot dog thing is a hot dog a sandwich i don't care about any of this stuff that bothers like why is that a point of conversation is water wet <laughs> yes stop asking me uh, it's wet there's like a very t- well there's like a specific type of person who asks those questions <laughs> we don't have to get into it too much we'll call, we'll call them connors <laughs> no i feel like i've seen it a lot in like group dynamics where like you're having a good conversation and then there's a person who like wants to give the impression of their depth 
as well. Oh. And like, like, so, you know, do you guys, what do you guys think? Like is our hot dogs a sandwich or whatever? And like wants to like have this fun conversation. And to me, it's so stupid and it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> silly, silly. And it's so, it just lacks any kind of meaning or depth, but there's certain types of guys out there who uh, love pretending that they like have interesting things to say by asking these questions that the internet has already made popular. Huh. I've seen this over and over again, like certain have types you? of people. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's, it's patternal. I need to get out more because I don't see that as often as you do. But I think I kind of see what you're saying. Like, yeah, like the people that are like, hey, let me ask this really thought provoking, but very relatable question. Like, yeah. <laughs> like anybody can weigh in on a hot dog. Yeah. But then we're going to really dive into this. It's just not real conversation. I don't want to like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess most of what we talk about on the podcast is not important. I was kind of thinking anything. that. I was like, maybe we do that every week. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, um, burritos. That's a good question. Do the beans make it a burrito? No. But if you don't have rice in there, then that's not, doesn't feel as much. I feel like, well, I feel like it has to be enclosed, right? Like you can't have an open face burrito. No. Open concept burrito is just a taco. No. Like, yeah. You're, we're going to knock down that wall. Then you're not, you're not going to have a burrito anymore. You knock down the wall though. You got yourself a taco. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but I think rice, it, rice and or beans. I don't think it has to have. Uh, you need I, one actually, of. Actually, I think rice needs to be in there. If you just have beans and chicken in a, that's, that's weird. Just a, that's just a bundle, a bean chicken bundy. So can we agree on you need a meat and rice and at least two more ingredients and you've got yourself a burrito? That sounds good to me. I don't know if you have to have meat. Really? Because they have vegetarian options at Chipotle. What but do you, what do you put in there? You put like beans and rice and. Uh, guacamole. You get guacamole instead of meat for that price. Hmm. It's not, it, but I would still call it a burrito. But it's not, yeah, I I think on the same page as you as far as yeah. Give me some poultry. Give me some yeah rice. Yeah, salsa, whatever. Have you had the new Chipotle queso yet? I haven't. Are you gonna do it today? Uh, not today, probably, but soon. I need to. Yeah. Text me your thoughts. I um. Yeah, that's a new thing that just happened. Yeah, we've been talking a lot about it via text, so we don't need yeah. to go over it again, but. Yeah, you let me know when you okay. have it. Okay. Maybe I'll have Qdoba when I go to Branson and can like remind myself what that tastes like and compare right, it more. Right, right. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm curious to see what it's like. Catherine was always a fan of the old old uh, texture and the old queso. Really? Yeah, I don't know if she was a fan of the texture, but she was a fan of the queso overall. Gotcha. FYI for you guys, uh, as of a few days ago, Chipotle has come out with a new recipe for queso their... Queso blanco. Queso blanco. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, we're really excited about it. I was really, yeah, I was really looking forward to it because like white queso is always so good, but I was just not that impressed. Kind of lacked some flavor for me. Yeah, I thought it was funny. So Connor was the other person in this group text with us. And Connor's one of the ones that contends that Qdo is better than Chipotle. Then all of a sudden he's like, oh, this puts Chipotle over the edge. And I'm like, I was like, oh, wow. You're just looking for an excuse to, you know, <laughs> backtrack on the fact that, that your terrible take as far as Chipotle is worse than Qdo. He said that. And then I got even more excited. So I had Chipotle like an hour later. Yeah. And then I was like, I wanted to love it so bad, but it was just like, oh, this is the same taste, maybe worse. Yeah. Granted, it was like the first day of them changing the recipe. So maybe it's going to get better or something, but. Yeah. Didn't love it. I'm going to try to have an open mind, you know, not, not, but right now I'm kind of negative towards it because of you. Yeah. But I'm going to try not to. Yeah. Let me know. Hey guys, Jared here from Raleigh, North Carolina. love the show. Uh, I have a quick answer for one of your questions regarding farting. I think farting became unacceptable as soon as humans could smell because who wants to smell a fart? 
but here's the real question, and I've had a debate about it with several friends who have different opinions, and that is, did Jesus ever have diarrhea? I know it sounds crazy, but if you think about it, uh, it's a result of bad things going on in your stomach. And so without sin, would that happen? You know, pain during uh, childbirth is a result of sin. So let me know your answers. I'm super pumped to hear what you guys think. Uh, hashtag, what would Jesus poo? So I thought that I had never considered the bean and burrito thing. I've really never considered this. You go ahead, man. With what I think? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't have, I'm forming them as I'm saying them right now. Me too. I think that uh, Jesus did not have diarrhea. Me too. I don't think it happened that much in general back in the day. Because people were eating better and different things of the earth. Right. Yeah. I guess I don't know enough about the human body to really know like cause and effect and like, did people get sick pretty often back in the day? Because you couldn't really cure anything. So I think people... Once you're sick, you're done. Yeah. Yeah. You have one bad burrito, you're done. Yeah. I don't know. So I don't know. I want to give a, you know, an, as intelligent of an answer as I can here, because I know you guys really care about what I think about this made up scenario. But yeah, I don't think he, he diaried. No, he didn't. He decreed, um, but he did not diary. That's that's somewhere. <laughs> Why are you talking so quiet? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, am I? T- uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, this this feels crunchy to me to talk about this for some reason. I don't know. Really? Yeah. But I I don't know. I don't care too much about that. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think I don't think that's the point of uh, his life. So. Anyway, it's a funny, what would Jesus poo? That was funny. Yeah, what would Jesus poo? Ghost runners. Ghost runners. What is up, Jake and Brad? It's your left-handed boy, Grayson Inman. Pew, 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 pew. Coming at you live on the Ghost Runners podcast. Hey, listen up, guys. I've got a random suggestion. Maybe it can turn into an irrationally strong opinion. Who knows? But if you had to pick tomorrow, a random sports franchise that you do not currently cheer for. If you had to pick a random franchise tomorrow to start then all in cheering for, who would it be and why? Now, here's my pitch for Memphis Grizzlies. They are young. They are agile. They are fun. They are winning. They have John Morant. They have Dylan Brooks. They have Jaron Jackson Jr. They have Brandon Clark, and they have me as a fan. So pick them. Y'all be blessed. Have a good one. Peace. I like that he introduced himself as it's your left-handed boy. Yeah. <laughs> like it's all my the prodigal son returns. That was a, that was a hot voice from I, I right knew there. I had a left-handed son out there somewhere. Wow. There's a left-handed boy. Oh, the rendezvous ribs, Memphis. Rendezvous ribs and the grit grind grizz. They grit and they grind. In the Memphis what, what words are you saying right now? Rendezvous ribs. Is that a, a restaurant in yeah, Memphis? Yeah, barbecue place. Oh, okay. And then the Memphis Grizzlies, they say grit and grind. So grit grind grizz. That's Memphis. I still don't totally. You're saying a restaurant and the slogan for the Grizzlies, or is yeah. it these both restaurants? That's, that's, that's Memphis, Tennessee. No, uh, Rendezvous is the restaurant's name. Okay, they have famous ribs. Oh, okay. Memphis, but also Memphis, the Memphis Grizzlies say grit and grind. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I should have Memphis deciphered all of that. Yeah. Okay. Out of no context at all. Got it. Got it. Got it. The only NBA game I've ever seen was Memphis Grizzlies back when they played in the Pyramid. So that's cool. I also like that he de- described his NBA team as agile. If your professional sports team is not agile, you're probably not in great shape. Hey, Luka Doncic, though, not very agile. Dominating right now. I bet if you were guarding him, he would look pretty agile. He, oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Compared to an average Joe. 
<laughs> very agile, but uh, that's a great original question that we haven't heard uh, in five minutes or so. Yeah, no, we'll do something other than football since we already got a football question. Okay. So baseball or basketball? I do think John Morant is the truth. He's going to be very good in the NBA. Yeah, I think it'd be fun to cheer for any team that has a young star. John Morant, Zion, Trey Young, someone yeah. like that would be fun to... Zion's leaving, though, I think. I don't think he's going to stay in New Orleans very long. Oh, I thought you meant like he was like, he's one and done. Like he's going to go from the NBA to... Zion's going G League next... next NFL. Yeah, yeah. He's one and done twice. <clears throat> uh, why don't you think he'll stay there? I just think that he's going to go to a big market. I think that's like the new thing in the NBA is like, hey, find, you know, where you can go to win with big teams. What is big market? Like why? I don't really understand why that needs to be a thing though. Like why does- get paid more outside of sports in a big market. Do like endorsements and sponsorships and stuff? So. Yeah. Like LeBron went to LA and people are like, oh, part of the reason he's going to LA is because of Hollywood and making Space Jam 2 and all this stuff. Not that he couldn't I, do I that guess. elsewhere, yeah, but- It seems like kind of just like this, this phrase that gets thrown around a yeah. lot. And when I really think about it, I'm like, does it matter? how big the market is for the sports team you play on? I don't know. I don't know if they get royalties on their jersey sales, stuff like that. And so you would want more consumers and more... Like, right, in New York, they're going to buy more jerseys than Kansas City. But. Well, the Knicks are proving them wrong. <laughs> well, we'll see. Let's see how bad we can get. Mahomes gets a lot of jersey sales, though. Um, that's a great question. The Warriors... Uh, just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. I like the answer for the Grizzlies. Sure. I, I've always enjoyed Memphis. I have a lot cool of uniforms. good friends from Memphis. Um, yeah, really sweet Those uniforms. throwback ones? Current and, yeah, throwbacks are awesome. Yeah. Those in the, the Raptors throwbacks are yeah. just next level. Um, and they, they're, Memphis just feels very similar to Kansas City in so many ways. Like it feels like this humble yet prideful place. Like they, they have pride in where they're from and what they stand for. And they haven't had that much success, but when it comes, it's going to be so sweet. And we're like the top two like barbecue cities. Right. In America. Yeah. Don't tell that to Fort Worth. Gloria? Yeah. Hey, don't tell that to Gloria. Settle down, Glow. Yeah. <laughs> don't tell that to Gloria. Or the guy from uh, Raleigh, you know, North Carolina thinks they got good barbecue up there. Oh, down, really? Down there, whatever. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. I'm sure it's good. Uh, man, I loved the beginning of that. I genuinely thought it was Trey for a second. Yeah, it did kind of sound like it. I was it. like, did Trey, did, like, did you know this that Trey called in for us or whatever? <laughs> um, I did not. What's your answer? I think Memphis Grizzlies. Let's do it. Perfect. Let's, let's hop, let's hop let's on. Let's go Grizz. Well, that's the thing. Like, we don't have an NBA team. No. And you never want to choose one because then it's just like, oh, you're just a Fairweather fan. Like, yeah. whenever Oklahoma City came around, I was kind of into Oklahoma City. But then there were people that got so into it. And then I was like, I can't halfway be into Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah. And so I kind of got out. Because it was like, they were so good and they were so fun. And I was like, yeah, I like watching them play. But. Like my favorite teams, probably the Bulls in the 90s, um, <laughs> Cleveland in the Heat for like some of their 2000s, and then the Warriors more recently. They've been awesome. So thanks for taking my voice memo, guys. But my, my Once again, my name is Brayden. <laughs> Go Patriots! Okay, thank you guys for all the voice memos. Uh, Brad, real quick, I needed to give you another update from Open Mic Night, of course. Yes. Uh, very surprised. This is my first time going to the same place twice, so seeing the same comedians. Several of them did the exact same jokes they did last week, which I kind of get like They're trying to perfecting it, I guess. But they would, to me, I was like, nothing of this is changing. I think you're just like wanting to like, I don't know, feel this uh, dopamine again. I was just like, they laughed last time. I want to feel it again. Yeah. So I, that was weird. A, a large amount of them did the same exact jokes. And one of them in particular, which I forgot to mention last week, and I know we have certain listeners out there who love the movie Liar Liar. 
this guy just goes up there and his punchline is a quote from Liar Liar. And I was like, is no one gonna call him out on this? And he did it this week too, two weeks in a row. What was the punchline? It was something like, I forget the setup exactly. He was just like, yeah, kids have been mean to me lately. I, the other day I said, what's up? And they said, your cholesterol fatty. Like that is directly from Liar Liar. How are yeah. you okay with saying this on a stage? <laughs> Maybe he didn't remember watching Liar Liar and just thought, oh, that's a really funny joke that I just made up. But in reality, no, not at all. I don't think in the realm of comedy you can give him that benefit of doubt. One of the biggest comedy movies in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. he forgot that exact punchline word for word and now thinks it's his. No, he definitely stole it. And I was like, this is so crazy that two weeks in a row, no one's going to like, I'm, I would never heckle anyone, but I feel like, shouldn't someone do this? Shouldn't someone say, stop stealing jokes? Um, favorite bit of the night was, uh, this guy said, I'm going to do an impression for you guys now. This is Goofy having a stroke <laughs> and it was a very uncomfortable 60 seconds probably 60 seconds i think he was trying to be funny by going for a long time like once you think it's right, over right, he right. kept going but he never got a laugh it was bad very very bad he was just like no if i do this long enough people like are going they, to think this is ridiculously bad and therefore it's funny yeah but it just didn't ever come to fruition i was kind of on the side i wasn't actually in the audience because I went to the restroom and so I could see the audience and I saw like people with, with their head, heads down, like, you know, fingers on their forehead looking down. Like, I can't believe this is in front of me. It was amazing. The confidence I gotta go it took, to one of these. That's it, nuts. Yeah. It's crazy what people are willing to do. Yeah. Goofy like in front of people. Stroke. And it's to me, I think I would struggle not laughing out of obligation every once in a while. Yeah. I, I've done a few. <laughs> right. To give him something. And right. that's typically when I was like, oh, that was kind of funny. And no one laughed. That's surprising. I thought that was decent. So right. I'll make some noise. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. Breathe uh, real loud. Yeah. Goofy. Yeah. That's a really uh, risky joke to, to, to say, hey, I'm going to just do it really long. And that's going to be the funny part of this joke. Yeah. Which I guess open mic night would be the place to do it. But I still, guess. I, would, I don't think I'm going to try that anywhere. Man. I texted so, one of my friends. was like, how'd open mic night go? And I was like, well, I got to see Goofy doing a stroke. And he just texted back, Gorsh. <laughs> I said, oh, my Gorsh oh. is right. That's nuts, dude. So how many more? Are you going to go to another one, you think, before the tour? Or is that the last one? Yeah, I'll probably go next week sometime again. I don't know if I want to do brand new stuff again or if I want to try to, like, culminate a few stuff that, you know, I'll do right, you know, kind of a dress rehearsal. I don't know what I'll do yet. Um, but, yeah, I'll probably go to one more. Might as well. Yeah. One more practice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, still trying to figure out what I'm going to do and still, you know, writing stuff for it. Like still thinking of things that could be funny. I, I was just thinking last night before bed, I have our note down on my phone from 3.57 a.m. Because that's what time I've been going to bed this week yep. about the coronavirus. Because I'm like, this is, well, for, first of all, it's getting a little scary. Like, no, not scared. You're not scared of the not CDC scared. issuing warnings like we've <laughs> never seen in our lifetime before? No. Okay, that's cool. So anyway, either way, regardless of your amount of fear you have with it, which I wouldn't really say I'm scared of it, but it's like it's, it's very relevant right now. Yeah, the relevancy is high. So I'm like, I should do something with that. And I don't think I'm going to do something with this, but I just had this funny. I, yeah, <laughs> let me let me set up. I'm not going to do this joke and I want to be very sensitive and say that. Well, no, never mind. I'm not going to like bring it up. It's too like it's too sensitive, I think. Can you just tell me right now real fast? It was going to be something to do with the Me Too movement. Oh, OK. Because I, I do think that movement has been amazing and it's been very empowering and I think it's been a huge step in the right direction. It's so, yeah, I don't want to do anything to take away from it, but I was just like, I think it would be funny to do a play on words or it's like, oh yeah, 
instead of me too, like there were some girls after I started working for Trey, they were in my DMs and, you know, wasn't worried about getting me too. They were like saying like me tonight <laughs> <laughs> or me finally, yeah. right? me tomorrow, something like that. I ran it by one of my friends and he was just like, it's probably not worth it, especially because that was going to be one of my opening bits. Probably not worth maybe alienating people from the get go. Or just being like, okay, this guy's kind of a jerk or Yeah, whatever. it's just not worth it. Even if that is kind of funny or whatever. Yeah, not worth it. Uh, I have a question about you uh, in comedy. Tell me like, like you're saying like you're still writing jokes. You're still thinking about stuff. Like for you, how hard is it like once you write a joke to then memorize it and or deliver it? Like, like. Do you need days, hours, minutes? Like what, what's the process like? I'm, I'm just curious. Yeah. And I'm sure it's not, you know, the same for every single thing, but like, like to you, do you want to make sure that you have every single joke written by 10 days out so you can memorize it? Or do you know the more or less the general idea of the joke and you just are like, okay, this joke is the one about whatever slippers in the morning or whatever. And, and I just, can just riff off slippers yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I've been trying to take it more seriously. And with that comes like memorizing it more word for word, trying to. But I've been kind of frustrated with myself, not because open mic nights aren't necessarily going well, but just like I know I could be doing so much better if I put more time into it and put more time into memorizing it, even for open mics. Like, yeah. So, yeah, just kind of been frustrated myself and also trying to give myself some grace because it's like, OK, well, my full time job is writing jokes for Trey and doing that multiple times a week. And then also I'm trying to do my own comedy videos on Instagram and then I'm putting up stories, you know, multiple times a week. And then I'm, you know, we have a 90 minute podcast every week. And then, you know, then I'm trying to write jokes for stand up as well. So there's a lot of humor trying to go out. But to answer your question, yeah, I would like to memorize it pretty close to word for word if I could. Okay. And I would need several days to do that. Gotcha. Yeah. Cause that's, that's the interesting thing for me is I feel like I wonder how many comics are word for word pretty, but, but they look so natural doing it. And I and wonder how many are just like, like bullet point. Yeah. You know, because then you, you can find some comics out there that are like, okay, this person's a little too polished and it makes it a little bit less funny than if you seem like they're just genuinely talking to you. Yeah. But you know, that, that takes a, a skill too. Cause you don't want it to be like you're fumbling over your words and it's not funny because find the middle ground. Yeah. So yeah, just I just think that. my theories, and I don't know anything about stand-up comedy, I'm very much learning and new to it, but I think once you know exactly what you've said, like because it's memorized, that's where you can like get better. Because okay. like, okay, well, maybe I can change this word rather than like, what did I say exactly? Like, yeah, you can pinpoint maybe why something was so funny or why it wasn't funny if you know exactly what you said. Right. That's right. how it makes sense to me. Gotcha. I've said this from the beginning. I'm such a logical thinker. I can't believe people think I'm creative. Everything about like my process, how I do anything. It's so like paternal and analytical and logical. Really? So yeah. Yeah. That's just how I go about it. One last thing about open mic night. This um, this one guy had a joke. Uh, he came up there with a cane and he was saying that he has multiple sclerosis. And so he came up there with like several kind of funny jokes right off the bat about MS and everything. And so it was like building up, building up. And then he goes, you know, oh, he's talking about his upsides. You know, it's handicapped parking and, you know, yada, yada. And he's like, MS does have its downsides though. I can't remember the last time I've been to a casino. I still don't know. I don't get it. I don't know if he said the wrong word. Like everything else made sense. It was really funny up to that point. <laughs> and the room was just silent. I was like, huh, what does that mean? Maybe there's just, yeah. Like, like, is there <laughs> supposed to be that? knowledge there of like, Hey, if you have MS, you can't have secondhand smoke around you or something. Yeah. I was just trying to grasp it. Like, okay, what could the issue be? They seem cane friendly. Yeah. At a casino. You can sit down a lot. Oh, yeah. You're sitting down the whole time. Uh, I don't know. 
It's so, but yeah, almost now reminds me of that first voicemail from the left-handed person. Like, MS stinks, right? Like, you, uh, <laughs> your kids don't love you. <laughs> that would have been funny. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you should go sometime. Just to I like, to. You'll, you'll come away with a lot every night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would love to. Love to sometime. Do you think that this one place is better than the other? Like, because you've definitely, done, yeah, yeah, yeah. Better skill. In the comics. Yeah, and there's just people in the audience who aren't comedians, which is great. There's people who come just to enjoy Elena. it. Oh, Elena. Yeah. yeah, talk about that real quick. Uh, Alana from last week, uh, she DM'd me and was like, thanks so much for, uh, you know, harassing me on the podcast. Um, she was a good sport about it, though. She was kidding. And yeah, it turned out her name is Elena. Ran into her. She was there at this open mic night again. And she stayed and got oh, to hear me did. perform. You know, she stayed the whole time. And uh, didn't do that great. Wish she would have been there last week. <laughs> So you would say Elena was sustained uh, to see you be an entertainer. And I felt a little shame after I went. <laughs> I like, this could have gone better. Yeah. I um, Well, I went there thinking I had a three-minute set. And then uh -huh. they were like, hey, we're actually going to do five minutes tonight. So I was like, oh, okay. I should do something. Okay. Yeah. You got to take advantage. Yeah. But I didn't have anything. So I said something that happened to me that day on stage. Just completely just riffing. Oh, man. Um, so don't know how well that went over. But either way, either way, it's still fun. See Alana, Helena, whoever you are out there. What's your name? Should we uh, ponder on over into review of the week? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about them. We got a lot. <laughs> yeah. So uh, last week I kind of said like, hey, if you've already left a review, find a friend and review one on their phone um, because we appreciate those as well. And there was one person that went above and beyond. Holy cow. I don't know who it is. That's the other fun thing. It's don't kind know. of a mystery. Um, we got 13 reviews this week and I think she was five of them. <laughs> Seriously. Definitely the, a mother's review, a brother's review, a best friend's review, and we had and a cousin. cousin's review yeah. and a sister's review. So like, yeah, five other people's phones that she stole to give us a five-star review this week. Fan of the week, whoever you are right there. Seriously. Well, uh, and the usernames are different every time because it's someone else's iTunes yes, account. Right, right. <laughs> so you don't really know who it is. And then there was, uh, someone who had a great pun that, can I, can I do my, yeah. well, my, my ultimate review of the week is going to be the jingle at the end. The song. Um, spoiler alerts. Uh, but this one was also great from Heather Lee A. Oh uh, yeah. Heather Lee's great. Yeah. She had a really funny pun. Um, yeah. Read the whole thing. It was great. So it's, it's milk puns. I hope Talk about Shel Silverstein being a good name to call out. Call it <laughs> Heather Lee from now on. I this hope you'll be able to uh, understand. Yeah. The, uh, the wordplay. The, the puns, yeah, when I just read it here. But although I have already reviewed this podcast previously, I was I recently was able to skim There's one. over it and realize I could do better. Two. Oh, also the title is Five Milky Way Stars. I want to review to make it into the top 2%, and so I have decided to change the whole thing up. You may have heard about this dairy amazing podcast already and how it will cause you to die laughing every episode. And that's the freaking truth. <laughs> they didn't say freaky. Utter podcasts all pale in yeah, comparison. Yeah, yeah. I could go on and on until the cows come home, but I realize I'm starting to milk it with the puns. Thanks for all the laughs, guys. This podcast is very amusing. That's a lot. There are so many $5 jokes in here that <laughs> yeah. I, could, I could write that I'm going to save this. I'm going to screenshot it. But that was amazing, Heather Leah. Yeah, we appreciate it. Yeah. That was, uh, I think, my review of the week. I mean, it's definitely the uh, the Nickelback cover that was sent to us that Brad will get to. Uh, but another one, honorable mention, was someone 
I don't know who it is, but they say they knew me from high school, but they didn't go to my high school. They went to a different school. So I don't even know who this is. And uh, it says two things. One, for some reason, Jake asked me a question back in the high school days, and I have no idea why I still remember <laughs> it, but it went something like, why do you squeeze your eyes super tight when you get soap in your eyes in the shower? Still don't have an answer for you, Jake. Did you figure that out? <laughs> I think that's so strange that you remember that. Wait, is but that also kind of funny that I guess that's always kind of been my personality, like asking, like, why do we do this? Like for everything. That's always how it's been. Like, is that not the equivalent of the hot dog guy? Hey, well, no, <laughs> it's different. Yeah. Okay. I had to think about it for a second. I was like, no, that's like noticing a pattern and it's like behavior. an observation and being like, what's yeah, up with this? Not asking. Yeah. Is a hot dog a sandwich and yeah. wanting the girls in the room to think you're a deep thinker. <laughs> is soap really cleaning us? Yeah. Because <laughs> in that Christina Aguilera music video, she was getting dirty and clean at the same time. <laughs> so how does that work? Dirty. That's good. So thanks. So you don't know who this person is. I have one theory. I can remember They're one. A poultry vegetarian or <laughs> vegetarian, poultry veterinarian. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. So that, that's cool. But yeah, I had a couple friends who uh, went to that school. He said he, you know, what did he, I forgot how he worded it. He's like, I didn't go to Stratford. I was part of the Fight in Irish. So oh, I know which school yeah. that is. Yeah, we all know. And I had some friends there. So, but I don't, I don't know who the, the username just says. Uh, oh, I lost. I scrolled down. Do Chicken Doctor 55. Oh, yeah, Chicken Doctor. So that doesn't help. 55 might help narrow down a little bit. Graduating class. Maybe, maybe he was the center on his football team. Could be. Yeah. Why not linebacker? Could be. Could be both. Okay. You know, it's, it's a small school, you know, got to gotta go both ways. <laughs> True. Okay. <laughs> time to sing, Brad. All right. Let's, uh, this is the end? Or no, the, the, the review. Oh, I, I was going to do it for the jingle at the end. Oh, I see. Well, sure. Let's do it. Okay. I think it's at the very bottom. So give me a second. Okay, I'll just talk about something while you're scrolling. Plug, yeah, plug, plug something. Um, I found, guys, I found out this week that uh, TikTok, like TikTok, the account, and on the app TikTok follows me. And so I'm getting mad followers just because they only follow 500 people in the world. Wow. And I'm one of them. And I've posted, well, since that notice, I've posted two more times. So I'm like, I should probably try to capitalize on this. Yeah. But I really don't want to make videos for TikTok. I just scroll through my phone. I'm like, what do I have on here that I could post? Um, and none of it really does that well because it's not vertical and it's not made for TikTok. But yeah, kind of cool. I'm one of the only non-verified accounts out of the 500 they follow. So someone there must know who I am or like me or something. So interesting. It's kind of cool. It's something I should definitely capitalize on. Are they also following Trey? Like, yeah. So it's like maybe like oh they see that you guys are connected. So therefore in cahoots. What? How much longer till you get verified? Like what's that going to take? On Instagram? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it would take a lot. Really? You kind of need to know someone and like. Even it's so like one of the guys from the basement yard, like big deal. I think 200 K on Instagram, still not verified. And he's like a Has very tried, big deal. Though? Like, like, I don't know how much of it is like you have to go out and be offensive in this versus, Hey, we want to verify you. You know, I, the way I, every person I know who is verified, it just like has a person. Okay. Either your agent can go yeah, out and do yeah, it yeah. for you or your agent knows someone at Instagram or you have a connection at Facebook who knows someone at Instagram. Like, yeah. Hey, if you know how to get verified, let us know in a five-star review. How's that? Well, I know how. You oh. just need to know someone. <laughs> if you know someone who knows how <laughs> yeah, to get more, Jake verified. If you know someone who works at Instagram, yeah. <laughs> leave us a five-star review. There you go. Cool. All right. Is it over? Are we ready to sing? Yeah. Hit us with the jingle to end it. All right. So this one is from K80 Myler. Um, this is to the tune of Photograph by Nickelback. And this <clears> is a <throat> review, just to be clear. <clears throat> Listen to Jake and Brad. 
Every time I do it makes me laugh. How did Jake's hair get so red? And will there ever be earmuffs on our head? Is there wood in that new truck? I think the present owner custom fixed it up. At Chick-fil-A we're always eating out. McDonald's caffeine machine can't be out. How did Catherine get so great? Ice cream after pickleball isn't too late. McDonald's machine's been broken more than twice. A Burger King pie would be just as nice. <laughs> Ghost runners. Every morning neighbors walking close to my door. Waking Hattie <laughs> up, I can't take this anymore. It's hard to say, time to say it. Ghost runners, ghost runners, every office reference off the top of our heads. I think it's time for you to bring your best. It's hard to say, it's time to say it. Ghost runners, ghost runners. Whew. That's I started way too high. You but did, I did it so good. Thanks. You did it really good. Even just knowing the melody of photograph is pretty impressive. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, thanks, man. That was thanks great. for the review. The lyrics were really good too. Yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you to whoever sent those in. Catherine, Catherine Myler, I think is her name. Awesome. Look her up, look her up on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> One more thing, I saw my notes. I forgot to bring up we, a new country that we're in the charts for. Bulgaria, pew, pew, pew. Kind of the Swedes. Oh yeah, Sweden. Sure. First they were sweet, then they were sour. Yep. And but right now they're great. Awesome. So thanks, Swedes. Thanks, Swedes. Happy to be at the top of your comedy charts. Thanks, sweethearts. Yeah, pretty cool. Sweet charts. That really is crazy that you knew how to sing photographs so well. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm still thinking about that. I mean, I've heard the song a few times. Me too, but sometimes <laughs> it's kind of hard to just like read lyrics and be like, is this the time? Is this when I start? The chorus? She she, she uh, put in there chorus. Oh, yeah, that helped. Never mind. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that's really helpful. Thank you, Catherine. Okay, well, thank you guys for listening. Oh, what kind of person should leave a voice memo this week, Fred? Oh yeah. Um, Let's say someone who played. Um, no, that's alienating. Uh, you got to say like a high school sport that's like one gender. Yes, I was. I was going to say first baseman or something like that. Um, oh no, either. that's baseball and softball. Okay. Um, okay, let's say anybody. I thought you were gonna be like, if you played high school volleyball, it's like, well, there's there's no guys. Sure, no normal people, normal guys at least. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> St. Louis has uh, men's volleyball in high school. Exactly. Just kidding. Okay. Uh, first baseman. If you ever idea? played first base, <laughs> you have to leave us a voice memo this week. Can't wait to hear them. And try to ask us all kind of the same questions about first base. <laughs> all right. So it's obviously some problems with first base. I want to know, Brad, what do you think about being first baseman? Like no. if you've ever had a product that doesn't work very well at first base. Because you're on first base. Yeah. Just teasing Michaela and whoever else. Can't if, remember if you ever made it to first base, even. <laughs> like as a batter, as a batter. If you've ever made it to first base, <laughs> leave us a voice somebody <laughs> before. I think that's how it works. What does Kelly say? Like, so when Michael says he made it to second base with you, like, is that mean yeah. like closing a sale? <laughs> closing a deal? Okay, thank you guys. Uh, come hang out with us on Instagram this week. Ghostwriters Podcast, clips, uh, fun facts, um, quotes, and comments and likes. That's, That's also right. a part of the, the application, Instagram. Right. So thank you guys, and we will see you next week. Because when you're left-handed, you put down for being left-handed. You know, it's always left. Oh, left words are always negative things. Leftovers, they're terrible. <laughs> Two left feet, left-handed compliment. Ever see a crook named Righty? <laughs> you never see that. Everything right is a positive thing. Right on, the Bill of Rights. 
You go to a party, there's nobody there. Where'd everybody go? They left. 